Welcome back, intrepid listeners. Brace yourself for a second installment of our Oceanic Odyssey with the remarkable Shukri Lewis. As we plunge into the depths once more, the stakes are higher, the waves more tumultuous. Imagine a world beneath the surface where the ocean's heartbeat becomes a battle cry. In this episode, the dance with the whales takes a dramatic turn and the urgency to protect our aquatic haven is etched in every ripple. Beneath the waves, a gripping saga unfolds, a call to arms, a plea for guardianship, and a promise of hope echoing through the currents. Join us as we explore why protecting the ocean is not just essential, it's a fight for survival. So fasten your seatbelts, or should we say your fins, and get ready to be swept away. The ocean's battle cry awaits, and you're about to become part of the tidal symphony. Tune in now for part two, where drama meets destiny. Welcome to Animal Empathy, where we decode the language of animals for deeper connections. I'm Paloma Berci, your host and an animal communicator since 2001. Join me as we explore heartwarming stories, unspoken bonds, and the magic of truly understanding our animal friends. For more about me, visit speciespace.com. Let's dive in together on this wild journey. I, I remember also I was living in Maldives as a tourist, but I was also living for a short while in Mali. And I remember comparing the tourists, like one million tourists a year bringing all this trash um, and they had just an island dedicated for a waste area uh, and burning the waste because they don't know how to deal with plastic in the end it's just plastic right and I know that the locals there on the island I saw some coming to the harbor and pushing a caddy or something and having a sack plastic and just throw them in the sea because there is no waste camion coming to pick it up uh, it's it's so hard when you when you face the situation and then also we don't know what's going on there outside in the sea with all these containers I rem container ships. I remember when we had um, the issue with lockdown, we witnessed there was more trash floating to the beaches and and landing on the beaches and we've been every day busy with collecting the trash and the plastic. It's actually in the end only plastic. And I was asking myself, yeah, it's true because nobody um, recycle on the container ships. Well, what do they do? How how do they do the oil change? How is the water waste, you know, for from they are going on? They're just releasing in the deep sea. They're releasing um, whatever they have on waste. And it's very, very sad because there's so much more we don't know and we have to be responsible for and do for the ecosystem, yes. especially for the ocean. Yes, and, and, and once it's again... concerning. Yeah, one, one, once again, I want to emphasize, if we, if we changed our perspective to consider the ocean as a living being, as an, as an living being in itself, we wouldn't be doing that. You know, we we, yeah. we need to change our perception of the ocean, that the ocean the ocean is not a, a place of resources that we can use. 
the ocean is a living creature. Yeah, true. And I mean, it's so easy said we should not do and everyone should do, <laughs> but really we are the drop, the little drop or the sand corn. And um, mostly easier, it's of course, when, when we go, when we go for holidays, we can do a lot of things. When we go for holidays in a in an area by the sea, near the sea, for example, there's also a lot of things we can do. Yes. Yeah, so what us. should what should people consider who want to go on holidays by the sea? How should they behave towards the sea and, and especially also towards its inhabitants? Yeah, we have this responsibility to think about it. So we have first of all to respect the sea and the marina life, that's including a lot. So we can observe the marina life from distance, for example, not touching everything and harassing them like we spoke about the dolphins last time, could be also the turtles, can be the whales, everything. Um, they, they are in their natural behavior. They socialize, they live there, they have to, they, they cannot escape humans. Then there are some rules that we have to follow. Let's say we can also practice responsible snorkeling and swimming and diving. Like um, we we I think we touched the topic not touching the corals. Right. Touch the yes. Topic, don't touch the corals because they grow like one centimeter a year, and it's crucial. It's very important to respect. Also this, and then. Of course, no littering, avoid littering. We have, we make litter. We cannot say don't do litter. We have just tried to avoid, like I'm um, not using too much plastic or reusable containers, eco-friendly products. Trying no waste would be great. <laughs> it's right. If, if can, yeah, we can think about. Then why I'm saying that? Because sometimes we need to buy water. We cannot just, count on clean tap water so water comes most of the time in plastics there's also we can think about are there systems that we can clean or filter water all this we can we can um we have to think about like um, bringing your own bottle reusable bottle avoid also um, chemicals cleaning cleaning chemicals not only of course um, near the sea, it's also everywhere in nature. Everywhere you can think about it in your washing, in your laundry. There's a lot of alternatives. And of course, um, volunteering, uh, participating in beach cleanup or anyway in general, cleaning up in, in forests or being a member in an organization that also helps. Yeah, we can also... Like we spoke about the volunteer holidays, we can engage in wildlife interactions from distance with donations or volunteering to protect the sea life. We have to educate ourselves as well, others, about the ecosystem. I think that's also something important to do also mindful way. We, we have to think about mindfulness in um, transporting solutions. How do we go for holidays or in general to work? The carbon footprint is a topic we can think about. And yeah, spreading awareness. I think knowledge is power, right? Being responsible, thinking about our environment. So like, and their inhabitants, like it's also our home, but it's 
not only our home, it's the right. home, the marina life and wildlife. Yeah. You said you said something interesting here. You said knowledge mm -hmm. is power. I actually disagree mm -hmm. with you here. Huh. Okay, tell Be me. Because knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. Yes. Well done. Ex ex exactly. Action. Action steps. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. Yes. Not exactly. only talking about it. Yeah, I think in in general, we we spoke also about how can we protect or prevent and, and take care of, of nature. We, we spoke so much about littering, but uh, we didn't mention the feeding, for example, of marina lives or other other animals. Like I think it was in the lake that you had in areas that you don't feed birds anymore, it's forbidden. And it's the same in general everywhere. I hear they do feeding stingrays, turtles. It's like a touristic attraction. And if you're curious about animal communication or wish to deepen your bond with your animal companions, I have a gift for you, an invaluable guide to animal communication. Simply find the link in the show notes, enter your email and unlock a world of connection. And now let's continue with the interview. I think there is also other places in the world that do feeding everywhere in the forest, wildlife in general, also the birds. We should not feed them actually. We are um, yeah, uh, handling something here very important. The topic also um, is important because they are not used to eat what we feed them. And then we are just there to make photos and we try to get them closer. It's not really how it should be. And I know also we are having this uh, issue here on the island that people say, yeah, but we don't harm the turtles. We don't harm this and that fish. It's just bread or something. Yeah, exactly. And bread bread is actually specifically bad, really. Yeah. Because, yeah. because and I didn't know that for a long time mm. myself, but yeah. bread is, has no nutritional thing oh, in it. Yeah. yeah. So the problem is, the problem is not, not really the bread. The problem is the bread doesn't feed the animal. Yeah. But the animal thinks it has eaten and it feels full, but this fullness is not nutritional, which means that then the animal really starves to death because mm -hmm. it hasn't got any, any nutritional things in its body because it's just eating bread. It's eating bread. And it's, it, the same goes for the dogs. You know, there are a lot of people that feed the dogs with bread that's that's terrible because they think they have eaten but no they have not eaten and then they get their immune system grows weak and uh and and they 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 um get sick and they end up dying because of the bread they have eaten and maybe you'll say well i don't i just feed a little bit but here we are back again to the beach, you know. One sand corn doesn't make a beach. Millions of sand corns make a beautiful beach. Well, 
millions of people feeding bread where they shouldn't be feeding bread, they're doing harm. So, yeah, we really should millions stop. Of, exactly, millions of animals die and we are responsible again. I know that I grew up with that, feeding the dogs in on the lakes. Yeah, me <laughs> too. A child. Yeah, yeah, me too. But it's, it's forbidden now. And it's important that we know why. And this is very important also everywhere we go to think about it. Yeah, we can we can also um think about uh in a in an aspect that the animals have to go for their hunts. They have to swim their distances, and they should not get close to uh, to who, to us humans and be pets. Pets. This is not natural. This also is something we have to take in consideration. But also, um, uh, we we spoke about protecting. How can we do more more responsible on the sea or for the sea? So we can also think about boats owner. They should not throw all their anchors everywhere in the coral reefs. So using um, fixed anchors for tourists, we can think about the shopping habits what are we doing for souvenirs which kind of souvenirs we are collecting um i, I know some countries have really concerning animal products that mm. you can buy we also have to think about that or also here on the island this is me personal i don't like it but some people are just doing that they do spore fishing or um in Africa, they do safaris. I mean, which kind of holidays are we doing here? This is this is very concerning. In general, so overfishing. It can be a sport. It can be a hobby. It feeds you. But then, yeah, we have to think. I know, in the lakes and on the in the sea, there is <clears throat> there are some rules. It's very serious to take care of the timing, the places, and uh, like like our our um, fishermen here have issues sometimes. They really need to feed their families and then they go with big nets out and then they bring smaller and smaller fishes. I spoke to a captain last time about it. They had um, also hunted a lot of baby octopuses, oh. but they're supposed not to do that. And there is also a rule to throw the marlin out back when it's too small or there's a certain weight that you cannot tolerate and you have to throw it back. Mm. But then also you have fishes, they already hooked, they will suffer. This is the big, big issue there out there. Yeah, and then also um, water pollution, we need to be responsible. What do we leave? back like even um boat owner how do they clean the boats or what i know in every household you can think about it's also good for your sink <laughs> not to let all the oil go draining down when you wash dishes mm. maybe you can collect the oil because if it ends up in the water system we have a problem this is just simple just little things yeah, yeah. and then oh one very big a point we can talk about avoiding parks with animals in captivity, like marina animal shows. We can also 
say something quick about this. This is very logic. If you support an entertainment place like this, of course, it will continue to to um, stay open. This is right. something also we can and, think and like. And I think I think you know that those those marina parks, they might trigger some strange thoughts in people's minds, like oh, yeah. if I go now on holidays to where they live, you know, uh, out in the sea, and they're, they're wild animals, but the people think, oh look, I saw in the marina park that. You, you, we could touch the dolphins or we could touch this and this animal. Oh, they are so nice. So now I'm going to where they live and I'm going to go and touch them as well. And I'm going to go and and they sort of have a wrong idea on what their animals are like, you know? <laughs> yeah. They yeah. think they, they, they can go there and touch them. And then they are surprised that it's not working sort of yeah. and they are disappointed yeah. i mean in one way <clears throat> just thinking about this concept you go and touch strangers species if it's human or animals it's so disrespectful right did you ever show an animal just touching you to see well how 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 are you how how are you touchable <laughs> no <laughs> nobody does this this is why um I mean, we should we should think from the bigger picture, from the distance. And mostly, these animals are sensitive. They can feel, they can smell, they can see you from a huge distance. This is the worst thing what we can do or think of. This is like de de animalizing. I don't even have a word. It's it's a no go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Disrespectful. You know. Yeah. So what, what are other no-go behaviors? Like, for example, when I was in the Maldives, I learned that we should never touch the corals because actually the grease of our fingers would clog the pores and then they would end dying. Yeah. So unfortunately, mm -hmm. I saw quite some tourists, you know, doing exactly that. What, what other things are no-go's? Exactly. I mean, we touched it a bit. Like, um, don't don't go with encounters in general out that you don't feel they are um coming from the the idea to protect the animal, but just trying to make some money. Like, just jumping on a boat. It's very cheap. We spoke about the dolphins, whatever animals you go and visit. Then you want to swim with them they don't respect distance and all this i mean go with someone who's responsible who have a briefing we also chat about um the penguins last time if you have an educational background that the people um tell you how to stay in distance and, and um have this encounter with an animal then you know okay it's more safe it's more respectful something you know you should you should think about it no goes of course is everything what what harms the planet the sea the ocean what you don't like also someone comes home to your place and litter your living room right so why right. you do that in nature 
Exactly. <laughs> That's see... a very good, very good point. Yes. You I, don't I like don't anybody coming home and yeah. put their waste in your living room. Exactly. Why would I we think... do that in nature? It's again a, a point of um, respecting, respect. So I see a lot of people sometimes here, they do that. They go on a weekend on the beach and they really litter the beach. I don't want to say it's everyone, but some do that. And then I remember I was asking someone leaving uh, some trash bag and I asked them, hey, um, come back. You, you've got something. You don't think you should take it with you because you're responsible. You littered the place here at the beach. They say, no, no, it was already here. <laughs> I say, wow, that's a great excuse. But then I understood that the day after, for example, on Monday, there is a beach cleaning troop. And again, it's kind of so disrespectful even to these people, to these humans, the team cleaning after someone else, saying, anyway, someone will clean it, right? <clears throat> um, that's that's really not nice. Right. It's, it's about yeah awareness well when when i was in school i remember we were told that wherever you go for a picnic or whatever you do you take your yeah. waste back home with you yeah that's yeah, it sure. and then you you know get rid of it when you are home but you Fantastic. take it back home with you you don't let it somewhere we, we teach that in schools too because uh, most of the time you have a container you eat out of it. If you have even um, a skin of a fruit, you bring it home if there is no compost there. But most places have a compost, right? I think there was um, also one time I was astonished that in Switzerland, you cannot just throw apple, apple leftovers everywhere. <laughs> you would think, ah, it's compost. Yeah, and I'll throw it in the bush. No, you cannot do that. It's not allowed. And I like that. I mean, you have to be more aware what you do. Well, it's unfortunately, it's not like that anymore. Unfortunately, oh. you, you really see some waste lying, lying around here as well nowadays. Switzerland oh. used to be a very clean country, uh, but unfortunately, it's not anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you see, you have everywhere people, they are doing, they are more aware. They respect nature. They even clean up after other people, but then you have the other side as well. So maybe we can remind each other. It doesn't need to be in a disrespectful way. We can say, hey, by the way, um, you know, there's something. You can look down. You forgot something. I don't know. Or <laughs> I remember I learned, um, you know, just do it. Just take it. Just bring it to the bin, not to the trash. Don't mind. Nature will be grateful for because... Nature cannot get rid of plastic, but we just so yeah. This is what we just learned. Cannot do it by itself, and it's important we do something. Right. Yes. I mean, we humans, we we are part of nature. Okay. So, but as you said, we can learn a lot from nature. But what can humans learn from the ocean and its creatures that's a very very nice question <clears throat> i think we already learned so much about us and how to treat nature um like we did not even spoke about um for example 
the ocean is is a is like an organ, right? If you think about your skin, you would be aware which products you use as on using on your skin, like sunscreen, and you don't put that also you don't throw these chemicals in the water. So now we can learn also about the ocean itself and its behavior to us with all this um, kind of motherly um, character uh, having having us still the kind of um, accepting still how we treat her, mother nature. So we can learn resilience for sure because the sea with the tides, it's like an ever-changing environment. Um, the, the weather, the waves, the storm. We can we can learn a lot. The temperature. It's like um our interaction with other human beings, our our organism, it's it's um same a little bit um organized like in the ocean. We we all need to connect inside and outside. We all need um the cooperation. This was the word I was looking. We can learn lo a lot. We can learn um, that we need the ecosystem. We are one. We are connected. We can learn about the species. We have to toler tolerate the other other species, the, the animal kingdom, mother nature. If we are small or big, everyone plays a role. Mm. Think about the coral reef. It's like a, yeah, a urban... Uh, city um it, when you know the movie nemo there's there's the the, the fish school and is the anemone with the clownfish we can learn so much diversity is uh, also a very important word um also the relationships the, the cooperation the teamwork we can learn to connect with um the animals and the, the environmental itself, and then think about what can we do, like the sand corn. I love this, uh, what you mentioned, that we all make, each each of us is important to make the beach, or each drop makes the oceans. So passions, persistence, we can learn, can learn so much. Balance, balance, of course, harmony, to cooperate with each other. And it's um if you sit on the beach, you you feel also this um humbleness. You feel you feel like more gratitude, you feel more awareness and appreciation for nature. It's calming you. It's meditative. It's so important. We take good care of our oceans and its creatures, of course. So valuable to us. Hmm. Do you have any more messages from the ocean or any of its creatures for us? I think the sea is so wide and deep. If you think about the wisdom it carries and each, each um, habitant telling his own story, it's it's um, also a, a questioning us back. What can you use out of this topic in your life? Like, like in general, what's your life purpose? How can you interact with all spaces on the planet? I mean, this goes very far. This was, goes 
deeper in a deeper level and then also yeah teamwork connection i think the main message is also to be more aware to be more appreciate more respect more and i remember i got the message um study water in general study your drinking water or the water system hmm water is life Water is life, and water in itself is a living creature. Well, thank you very, very much, Shikri, for being here. Tell me, how can people contact you or find out more about you? Okay, that's nice that I could um, join some time with you. We can still connect by social media, uh, my websites. I can give you the links, and I would love to hear back or read back I'm happy to be here for anything, for any matters. Okay, so I will put all your contact information and your website. I'll put them in the show notes so that people can go there and and contact you. And if you want to have a really, really nice holiday in Mauritius, contact Shukriya. She'll make it possible. She'll have a really wonderful time exploring the island and having a really adventurous holiday so thank you thank you thank you very much for being here shukriya thank you so much thank you paloma before we go a quick request if you have enjoyed this episode of animal empathy please subscribe to stay in the loop for more magical insights sharing is caring so spread the word to your fellow animal enthusiasts And if you could spare a moment, leaving a review would truly mean the world. As we wrap up, remember this. Life's most beautiful moments happen in the now. So stay present, embrace the magic, and keep those hearts open. Thank you for being part of our animal-loving community. Until next time, stay curious and stay connected.